Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tonight, pressure mounts on the Ghana Armed Forces to court martial and dismiss officers found to have brutalized residents of Ashaiman. After both Defense Minister and CDS admitted to excesses as detailed in parliamentary report exclusively secured by John News. If the honor is given from parliament that these people must be identified and punished, you don't have any other option. We're here tonight from the Member of Parliament for Ashaman and Human Rights Activists. This is Top Story with Evans Mensa. The top story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Pressure is tonight mounting on the Ghana Armed Forces to court-martial and dismiss officers found to have brutalized residents of Ashaiman. It comes after Joy News secured an exclusive copy of a Defense and Interior Committee report in which both the Defense Minister and the Chief of Defense Staff admitted to excesses. We have more for you from that report shortly, but first listen to the Member of Parliament uh, for Ashaman, Ernest Nogwe, who's been demanding stiff sanctions for the officers found to have brutalized his residents. Uh, that has been our, our position from day one, and uh, as a member of the committee as well, uh, I played a major role in bringing out the, the facts of the matter. And don't forget also the committee paid a visit to Ashaman and then the residents and the victims also made their plea. Uh, so, so far so good. We are, we are satisfied with the recommendations, but we are yet, the, the report is yet to be taken on the floor of the house. It has been late. Uh, we finished this, working on this report for the past three months. But as we speak now, it's always been in and out of the order paper and then on the business statement that has not been taken. We are hoping and praying that by the time we get back to the house, uh, it will be debated on the floor. And so by and large, I think we are, we are, we are very much happy about the recommendations. Well, yes, I the was wondering... will have to be compensated. Mm-hmm. And those who perpetrated the, the, the heinous crime on the citizens of residents of Ashaman must also be brought to to book as the leadership of the military admitted that yes they 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 ordered for the soup and they ordered for uh, what happened at Ashiaman but just that there were excesses uh, it's, it's, it's an admission and so therefore the people will have to be compensated did the military high command um, states its preparedness to help identify these individuals well whether or not they they, they are prepared to to, to bring uh, to the fore 
the, the identification of these individuals, uh, they not be able to, to to say otherwise. But if the order is given from Parliament that these people must be identified and punished, you don't have any other option than the very people you order to go and perpetrate the act. You bring them to go because they admitted that they ordered them. So meaning that you have ordered some group of people. So if, if, if they admitted that they ordered them, how come they are not being held responsible, but rather your committee is recommending an identification of these individuals? They ordered it, so they know the men, don't they? They know the men very well. And in the statement, in the, in the, in the statement of the leadership, they said and they claimed there were excesses. Excesses. It means what they asked them to go and do, they have done beyond what they asked them to do. So definitely, they know the various people, the actors of the of the game. So definitely, they'll bring them to book. Okay. If the order is to bring them for punishment. And and finally, uh, the quantum of compensation, that's not clear in the report. What are we looking at? Yeah, uh, uh, the committee, the responsibility of the committee is not to state exactly what compensation should be given. But by law, normally how it's been done is that you, you form a committee, an ad hoc committee, to look into the matter very well and then bring to the fore the, the, the quantum of compensation. You know, some people had injuries, body injuries, some people psychological trauma, some lost properties, etc. Some even uh, uh, died during the process. So it will be based on uh, 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 the, 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 the fact on the matter by each and every on a day on a case by case basis so i think uh, an ad hoc committee may be formed at the end if the report is adopted by the house ad hoc committee will be formed to look at the quantum of compensation that will be the My colleague Kojo Brace joins me in the studio with more from this document we exclusively uh, secured. And Kojo, the document details mm. the testimonies of both the defense minister and the CDS, and there are some admissions. Exactly. Now, um, the honorable minister for defense admitted that there were excess in the, in the actions taken by the military. Now, he says the military had therefore taken responsibility for its actions and sympathized with the innocent civilians who suffered various forms of indignity and distress from the operation. Now, the CDS, Chief of Defense Staff, corroborated the minister's statement and informed the committee that the operation took place after all intelligence gathering effort had been completed, but there was uh, there were some excesses in the operation that resulted in people being brutalized. And what's the background to this? We know that on the 7th of March 2023, and this is all cataloged in this particular report, mm -hmm. yeah. the uh, military deployed soldiers and there were reports of helicopters flying above mm -hmm. Ashaiman. And this was a raid because one military officer had been killed in the Ashaiman community. Mm -hmm. uh, in the process, we saw that individuals in that community now confirmed mm -hmm. were brutalized. Yeah. If you read the report, we now have the exact number. 247 persons suffered various uh, degrees of the injuries, causing them bodily pain, with others also significantly traumatized. Mm -hmm. That's what the committee found. Yeah. There were also damages to some 
personal properties of residents during the military operation. But he also made some observations. Exactly. Now, the, the committee observed that there was no collaboration between the Ghana Armed Forces and the Ghana Police Service in the assignment operation. The committee noted that intelligence-led operations within the country that border on crime are the preserve of the Ghana Police Service. Therefore, intelligence gathered by the Ghana Armed Forces should have been passed on to the Ghana Police Service for necessary action. The committee observed that an interagency collaboration could have averted the type of brutalities that we witnessed in Ashaman. Mm. Now, again, they say that the committee noted the relationship between the military and civilians had deteriorated significantly, resulting in constant reports of civilian military clashes. Uh, the the committee say this deteriorating relationship between citizens and the military must be addressed as a matter of urgency. Mm, and he come to the same conclusion as admitted by the defense minister and the CDS that mm. uh, they found that the operation, there were significant excesses yeah. uh, in, in mm -hmm. that operation. Mm -hmm. But they made some recommendations also. Exactly. Now, uh, to them, persons brutalized by the military in the operation on 7th March 2023 and who sustained various degrees of injury should be promptly and adequately compensated by the state. They are saying that the compensation must be extended to cover those persons whose properties were destroyed as well. Um, again, they are recommending that, uh, I mean, they abhor the torturous handling of civilians by the military. That's something that they are saying that the military should stop. The Ghana Forces leadership should educate personnel on the legal demands and consequences of such act. They are also uh, recommending that the soldiers who indulge in the excesses associated with the operation should be identified and dealt with in accordance with Section 32 of the Ghana Forces Act. They did not specify exactly when it, what they meant by dealt with. Yes, but, I but, but they say that the act specified, they, they, they quoted the act there, what the act really means. Let me quote it so that it puts context to this. Now it says, quote, every person in the armed forces who behaves in a cruel or disgraceful manner shall be guilty of an offense and on conviction liable to imprisonment for a term not exceeding five years or to any less punishment provided by this act, unquote. In other words, they are recommending that enforce this particular provision, yes. mm. try them and imprison them. Exactly. Um, let's bring in security analyst Adam Bonner who joins us on the line and you agree that this, I've heard you express the view that the officers should be dismissed. Well, I, yes, I would, good evening, Evans. Yes, I agree that the officers involved, uh, but mine is that how do we actually even identify the officers? Uh, someone might have given the directive, someone might have issued uh, that command for the officers to go into a shaman. And so once we identify that officer, you start dealing with that officer, and then it cascade down to those who were sent there uh, to do what they, what they did. But Evans, let me be quick to say that I was expecting the, the committee, apart from saying that uh, investigations and internal security is a preserve of the police to say, to tell us the role of the military in internal security, and then to tell us whether the operations was legal according to the laws of this country. Because then, if military officers undertake such exercise, we know that they don't have arresting and prosecutorial powers. If you look at our at 29, the, uh, the you know, Criminal Offenses Act of 1960, so they acted in their private capacity. But unfortunately, we have allowed these conventions to, you know, look almost like they are law. And so they went out there and people were beaten and they arrested people. And these people, according to even the same Criminal Offenses Act, 
29 of 1960. It says that if a private citizen or someone who doesn't have possessed the power of arrest does an arrest, you should send the person to a police station. We all know that in that particular uh, operation, the people were taken to a location that is not part of the police structure. So I was expecting the committee to reiterate that and tell us whether the uh, arrest and detention was lawful. In this report, as you talk about the military operations when it has to do with civilian issues, this is what the committee says. It says the, the committee emphasized that the involvement of the military in internal security operations must be a last resort. The police must, in all instances, be the lead agency in internal security operations. The effective coordination of intelligence must be promoted at the National Security Council level to prevent the reoccurrence of such excesses. Does that address your concern? It doesn't arrest the concern. It rather makes it worse. So after Ashaman, you've seen Garu, Timpani. Uh, so mine is that we should, we should start defining because the military is the last bastion when it comes to our security. They are not, they, they are what is specific. Territorial integrity, protection. And so anytime they, they, that we are overwhelmed internally, then they could be called in. But unfortunately, these things happen, and I, it doesn't address my. I would have wished that uh, they would have been categorical about that. Apart from that, even with the compensation, it must be you and I know that I was also work on uh, commission of inquiry. Those who suffered the brutality up to today have not been compensated. And so I wanted to have a situation where they would say that after parliament adopts their report, within the space of three months, those who must be compensated must be compensated. These things have not, so I'm hoping that uh, Parliament will debate it and then they will make amendments here and there and give better directives with regards to how we move with this particular report. Also joining me now is something Lada Yenini, his lawyer and a colleague here. He's been campaigning on this subject uh, for quite some time. Uh, something, if you look at the recommendations, one, the committee is recommending that the individuals affected must be promptly and adequately compensated by the state and the compensation must be extended to cover those persons whose properties were destroyed in the course of the military soup. They of course condemn what happened and that they also call upon the leadership of the Ghana Armed Forces to educate the personnel on the legal demands and consequences. They also ask for prosecution of the individuals, uh, the military officers who engage in these excesses as the Defense Minister and the CDS both admitted to uh, in the report as we've read. Uh, they also recommend that the National Security Council ensures that there is collaboration and coordination among the security agencies. Happy with the outcome? It has taken too long for such a major and urgent matter. And I believe that in any serious country, this would have been completed. The official inquiry would have been completed. Those errant officers would have been sanctioned the victims would have been compens compensated for the egregious human rights abuses in a matter of days or weeks after that act of terrorism against the innocent members of the community um evans nonetheless i'll say it's a good first official report of admission of wrong and they couldn't run away from admitting the wrong. So they had to admit. They admitted the wrong, criminal wrong, 
unconstitutional harm to people and property by the military. Hopefully, the perpetrators will face lawful action forthwith to send the right signals. That is very important. The commander-in-chief has an obligation to the people and the constitution he swore to uphold to make a statement, not only in words, but in action that will accord with his oath and obligation by swiftly letting heads of the supervisors roll. Hopefully the victims have been properly accounted for. Initially we were told about 184. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And by the account of this lawyer who was involved, and I know a bit more because I got very agitated by the things that happened as though this country was in war or at war. Well, now this report puts and a I figure. And I to know that, how that, that, this report puts uh, a figure at some lawyers, uh, particularly uh, Oliver Bakavomawo and his team, were helping to document the people involved. So I would say, um, Dr. Bona, let's not use the expression people were doing privately or something or personal like that. We shouldn't. This is clear action officially endorsed. And when they were told that the 184 were released, they had been abducted. Let's not even call that arrest. And taking away and then later released, just like that, to go. Our constitution is very clear. And the provisions in the Human Rights Chapter are not for decoration. That the dignity of all persons shall be inviolable. And that no person, whether you have been arrested, you have been restricted, or you have been detained, in this case, you have official security of the state involved. You are supposed to play by the book. If you arrested them, restricted them, or detained them, the Constitution instructs that you should not subject them to torture, cruel or inhuman 
and degrading treatment or punishment. What were they doing? Lining them up on the streets, in the, in the rain, in the floods, and whipping them with the horse whips. And read the report. It says the officials, the military officials, were climbing walls, scaling into people's homes. And the people told us that some of them were asleep. There were old men and women who told us, and they are, they are on tape, that they were asleep. They were just called to come out, waking up, and then beating without any reason. The Constitution says they should not be subjected to any condition that would detract or is likely to detract from their dignity and worth as human beings. If you are a security of institution that goes into a place in the name of having gathered, and watch what they said, gathered all intelligence. They moved in after having gathered all intelligence. And this is what they had to do, over 200 people. And the, when the police went in, they picked six people. Out of the six, they had two who made confessions that they were responsible for the killing. So how can we excuse this? This does not happen in any democracy, and it is left, left without the appropriate sanction. Something, stay with me. Let me bring in Professor Kojo Piedjotia, who also joins us, Associate Professor at uh, School of Law, uh, University of Ghana. Prof, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Um, the committee's report is clear what must happen to the officers they've identified were engaged in the excesses. And it quotes a provision in the Ghana Armed Forces Act. Quote, every person in the Ghana Armed Forces, in the armed forces who behaves in a cruel or disgraceful manner, shall be guilty of an offence and, on conviction, liable to imprisonment for a term of not exceeding five years or to any less punishment provided by the Act. Now, how do you enforce this when, in this particular case, the officers were acting on orders from above? Well, it, it, the, the number of violations, apart from what you have read in Article 35, which, under the Armed Forces Act, this uh, suggests that engaged in the brutalities are also in violation of, for example, it talks about unlawful detention and arrest and so on. Now, when it comes to um, finding who is responsible, it should go straight to the head of the Ghana Army. Because according to the information which we received and which the report also refers to, orders came from above. And so it will be difficult, in my opinion, to identify which people committed which particular offense. In um, the army structure, when such offenses are committed, it is the responsibility of those who gave the order who should be held responsible. They will then be able to identify the people who were identified as leaders and who are the commanders and so on for these activities who in turn give orders to their juniors to commit those atrocities. A junior who commits such atrocities, even though he is responding to a command from above, should also be held responsible. And so, but in terms of punishment, the highest punishment or the severest punishment should go to the command at the top. I mean, how realistic is that? 
Sorry? How realistic is that within our context? Well, I mean, the, the committee has done a good job. For once, I applaud the committee for doing a good job. The report is out, or it will be officially out, and it's pointing at the fact that excesses were committed by the military. So it is not difficult at all to identify who gave the command. And those people are supposed to be held responsible. As to whether the, the uh, sanctions would apply to them, that is up to the courts to decide. There is a place for the Ghana police as well. And last year when the incident happened, and I commented on that, I indicated that the IGP also has a role to play in this. They had done their own investigations and they were able to unravel the mystery around who killed this uh, trooper. Another thing that they should have done, which they never did, was to have condemned the act and initiated investigations, even caused arrest of some of these people who were engaged in these uh, acts. So it's not too late for the police, because this borders on criminality. And so they can do their investigations, identify these culprits. And I think that the law should hold them responsible for the harm that they've caused to the residents of Ashama and the harm they've caused to the image of the Ghana Army and to the image of Ghana as a country. So to be clear, you want the police to investigate the excesses uh, and, and investigate the military? Definitely. Of course, the military also have um, some sort of tribunal that they can also hold these people responsible and, and, and drag them before that um, military tribunal. So, th th but it, it should involve a combination of the police and then the military doing this job. And I'm not sure we can trust the military to do a good job on this. So the police should play a major role in this to ensure that there is professionalism and there is um, impartiality in the findings that will come out. And something ultimately the Attorney General will have to prosecute, even if the police can't find the courage to investigate the military. Um, do you have any faith that the system as we have it currently can get to that point where on the back of this we'll see military officers prosecuted? Well, to prosecute individual persons, once again, I go back to the point I made earlier, that let's not talk about individual responsibility per se, because this was officially sanctioned. You cannot move the chopper to this community after you have gathered all intelligence and want to blame one officer. It is good if the officers, the errant officers, I don't even know if it is right to say errant officers because you don't know what instructions so, they So, so bottom, line, bottom, bottom line, something. yourself and Prov have made the point that the CDS then takes ultimate responsibility. Say that again. The CDS then takes ultimate responsibility. That's exactly. ultimate responsibility. In fact, you know, it's, it's disturbing that the commander-in-chief, and I've said this from day one, that the commander-in-chief has been completely mute and silent over this matter. This is human rights abuse of such large scale. Okay? Such large scale. It, it attracts international attention and condemnation. So I say, it depends on how this is handled. The president can redeem himself. 
if the state decides on sufficient, adequate compensation and swiftly, then the people may not resort to some other action. Otherwise, the people have a right, a course of action against the state. And if there is some investigation and individuals are identified, all the better for it. Thank you very much, Samson. Thank you, Pediatria. Thank you also to uh, Adam Bonar there. Uh, do you live in Ashaiman tonight? I want to hear from you on the back of the report that we've been detailing. Go on to myjoyonline.com. you find the details there. Uh, read it for yourself. I see you've heard there. The open responsibility lies with the CDS. There's a call now for uh, prosecution, the police to investigate. Let me hear from you uh, on our WhatsApp platforms as Ghana Connect takes over in a minute. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 